How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Final hour here of Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. Toby Altizer with you till 3 o'clock. Then, as Linnell Willingham says, we'll dish the rock to CBS Sports Radio. To Linnell Willingham. So keep it tuned to The Fan all afternoon long. 800-636-1067 if you want to hop in. We'll get into some Nationals talk here in just a couple of minutes. And Toby Altizer with you till 3 o'clock. You can also tweet at me at Toby underscore Altizer. Let's get out to Jim, who is in Richmond. Jim, what's going on? Hey, man. Thanks for taking the call. Great show. Uh, I think the commanders need to trade uh, back a little bit. In fact, I would move back in every round. Uh, we got to take stock of a couple of things. One. This roster is in need of a lot of help. We sent zero players to the Pro Bowl this year. Zero. Uh, I've heard you mention it. I've heard other people mention it about the Chiefs moving up to get Mahomes, and that's evidence of how important the quarterback is. That's true. But what people forget is that that Chiefs team had won their division two years in a row. That Chiefs team had been to the playoffs six years in a row, and they lost early every year. And the front office decided, what do we need to do to take it up a level? They they guessed right. They fixed it. Um, But they had three Pro Bowl players on the offensive line alone. So, yeah, it's nice and fun to think about adding the shiny star on the top of the tree. But the whole tree needs help. And look at the Chargers. They've got the shiny star, Justin Herbert. How many playoff wins has he accomplished? And then you look at a team like the 49ers who go from Mr. Irrelevant to starting in the Super Bowl. Why? Because they've built a team that's competitive. And I don't think any quarterback on this team is going to be competitive. And there are some fixes that need to be made that you just can't get on free agency. You're not going to get an elite left tackle in free agency. Those guys are not there. So I think what the commander should do is take a, one of these studs at left tackle in the first round and then come back in later rounds at a center. Uh, they can add depth in every position group. Maybe pick up a pick or two in next year's draft. And if they need a quarterback then, they have a package to put together to move up. 
or if they don't like their options next year, look at rolling forward to 26. But you add a quarterback now, the roster's not going to be competitive for at least a couple of years, and now your quarterback is halfway to getting that bag of money. So point, my thoughts. Thanks point, for taking point counterpoint, real quick. You can hang, hang there, Jim. Yep. I want to get yep. your thoughts on this. Cool. Great. Great. 4-12 in 2020. Four and thirteen in twenty twenty one, three and thirteen and one in twenty twenty two, ten and seven won a playoff game this past year. The Houston Texans. Yep. I, I don't think that their roster was necessarily ready for a quarterback. Now they they made some moves in the draft. They end up trading back up for Will Anderson Jr. So I, you know it's not a perfect example of what right. Washington has, but I, I don't think that they're going to step in here into the exact situation that this team was in last year. They're going to spend money in free agency. They're going to fix some of these things throughout the draft. But if you get the right quarterback, he covers up a lot of the issues even as a rookie. Now, C.J. Stroud is unique in what he was able to do. Very pro-ready. Played much more like a five-year veteran than a rookie. So I get all of those points. But if you can get a rookie quarterback, they can cover up a lot of the issues, and they're not just going to throw them out there with the bad defense they had last year, the bad offensive line they had last year, and they've got all new things to work with. I just don't think that you can keep waiting on the quarterback position and everything might be right. Like, say you build everything up and do what you're saying. I like the idea of that. I don't I don't think that's a dumb idea. But where they're at, I think you have to go quarterback because what happens if you get the receivers to a point where you really like them? You get a stud offensive line and you're great at left tackle and you've got everything you want. You've got a defense built up, but all of a sudden you're picking 18th in the draft and there's going to be no quarterback available at 18. Now, instead of just taking the guy like you could here at two and not having to give up assets, now you're giving up three first-rounders to go get the guy who's the same crapshoot ability of panning out as the guy that you could just take for no risk other than using the number two overall pick. Well, the Chiefs did it. The Chiefs, the Chiefs traded up. You find a way to do it. You get your guy. You have a team that's ready to compete and ready to win. Then you go all in. Then you add your quarterback, and when it's time for him to get paid, you've already started winning. You're building that culture. Instead of doing the quarterback first and hoping for the best, hoping he doesn't get banged up like David Carr did, uh, you get the team, you build the foundation, and who knows? Who knows what you end up doing with Sam Howell? I'm not a howler, but (laughs) if you build the team, if you give Sam Howell an offensive line that can give him more than two and a half seconds to get rid of the ball, maybe you win three more games this year. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah, I agree I, with you. You don't want to just win three more games. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But I think there are – the Chiefs did it. The, the 49ers did it. They moved up to get Trey Lance. Maybe it is more costly. But can you say – look, the Trey Lance trade for San Francisco flamed out. But can we really say it really set them back? They were in the Super Bowl this year after well, a horrifically bad trade because you build an infrastructure. You build a team. They have a great head coach, sure. And they got um, bailed out because of the Brock Purdy pick. Imagine if they don't have Brock Purdy. Ooh, is Sam Darnold taking them to a Super Bowl? Like, I, <laughs> I, I understand it's all hypotheticals and we're doing this. Yep. But my yep. thing is, you're going to have to get the quarterback at some point. You're already in a position to do it. Yep. Imagine if they don't draft Brock Purdy and things don't work out and they're just getting slammed nonstop about the Trey Lance trade. And instead, they're rolling with a, a Sam Darnold. Maybe they would have gone after a Baker Mayfield. They're all in this offseason on a, a Kirk Cousins. Like, They would have been scrambling. They're not in the Super Bowl last year. Yes, they got bailed out by Brock Purdy, but I still think that it shows you how important that quarterback position is because they also still haven't won the Super Bowl. As much as they've been there and they've been the team to beat in the NFC, they have one of the best 
tight ends in the league. They have the best left tackle in the league. They've had one of the best defenses in the league, and they have no rings to show for it. And it's been largely because they don't have a quarterback who can overcome the the situations like the team on the other side can. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's a lot of what ifs, right? I mean, what would any of these guys do in another team if you just swapped quarterbacks? If you put any quarterback in the league on this commander's team from last year, obviously they're going to fail. Now, how far can we go in one year's time? $80 million is a lot of cap space, but $80 million doesn't go as far as it used to. I feel like they have more needs sure. on both sides of the ball, and I feel like get, zooming straight to quarterback, it's just too early. Last but question here I before I let you go. Last yeah. question before yeah. I let you go here, Jim. I appreciate you calling in and sticking around. Yeah, sure. What, Thanks what, for taking it. What's your timeline for competing for a Super Bowl? Because I get your point. They're not going to win a Super Bowl next year, and I don't think so either. But if yep. they, if you think that if they can get the quarterback right and say he can play at a Stroud-type level, you know that, that's obviously a big if. But if you can get yep. the right guy, you evaluate it, put him in the right system, maybe he can. I mean, the Texans, if they do everything right, could be competing for a division title and you know, maybe if things go right, compete or at least give a run to some of the teams in the AFC for a Super Bowl. The NFC is much easier to get through a Super Bowl. Like, Agreed. I, I don't think it has to be something where all $80 million is used this year and all the draft picks are used this year to win a Super Bowl next year. No, I mean, if you get the no, quarterback now and you're competing for a Super Bowl in two years, I think that's fine. The question is, can you get there? Versus, if you draft, for instance, if you fix the O-line in this draft, you can do it. You can get a right tackle, a left tackle, and a center to keep Sam Cosme. You've built yourself a foundation that's going to help the run game. It's going to help the passing game. It's going to protect your quarterback. And they're all first-round, second-round, third-round picks this year. You've got your O-line fixed for four years or five years. Now, all of a sudden, you've got a foundation, right? You look for the quarterback next year, the year after. Your O-line's only going to get better after playing together for 17 games a year. Your offense is going to pop. You're, when you drop the quarterback in, maybe he has a year of a learning curve, but then that team is ready to compete versus a quarterback now, and we're going to add to it, but then Terry's contract is up, and now we're starting sure. kind of over again at wide receiver and still don't know who's going to be tight end this year or next year. I feel like you build that foundation first. You drop the quarterback in. That, that's the way to do it. I think that's the only way to do it yeah. because the money just escalates. Patrick Mahomes' salary cap hit. This year, record number. The only and reason, Jim, worse next year. and I'll have to let you go. The only reason I'm going to disagree with you here, because I, I think that's a fine argument, is you're drafting number two overall this year. If they were picking 10th, yep. I would fully subscribe to your theory, but they're picking second. And so I would a, trade back. It, I, would, I would go to 10. And that's my point, though. <laughs> you're drafting second right now. You get the chance at a quarterback. You just go ahead and take it, as opposed to next year, say you win eight games, and all of a sudden you're picking 12th or even later than that, now you've got to trade the three first round. I just don't think that that's the time to do it. I think it's right now. You have a, a good quarterback draft, which next year's not thought of as this nearly as good of a quarterback draft. This year is. Agreed. You're drafting second overall. You've got a chance at one of these guys. You just do it. If you were drafting 10th, I think this is a really good discussion to have. But you're drafting second, and I think that context matters so much in this discussion. Yeah, man. Thanks Appreciate the time, Jim. Appreciate it. 800-636-1067. We're going to hit a break, but we're going to get to the rest of you guys. I see all of you on hold. We'll get to the rest of you guys on the other side of the break. Feel free to stick right there if you want to call in as well. I guess we'll just keep rolling with this. 800-636-1067. What do you want to see the commanders do? I say trade back is off the table. What say you? More to come here on The Fan.
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Overtime, 106.7 The Fan. Toby Altizer with you until 3 o'clock. Then we'll turn it over to CBS Sports Radio. We're talking about the Commanders. I don't know that we'll get into Nats talk today. We'll have plenty tomorrow if you want to hear some Nats talk. Obviously, you can listen to Bustin' Loose Baseball on the Odyssey app. Grant Paulson and I talking about the Nationals. Tomorrow, you'll hear the first game that you can hear at spring training for the Nationals right here on the fan. 110 first pitch against Miami. You can hear Charlie and Dave on the call right here on the fan tomorrow afternoon. And then tomorrow evening, Nat Spring Training Live, the guys are going to be joined by Stone Garrett and DJ Hurst. So plenty of Nationals content coming for you tomorrow. Today, we're sticking with the Commanders, 800-636-1067. If you want to hop in on the MGM National Harbor listener lines, just kind of to reset everything, I don't think they should trade down. I don't think it makes much sense to trade down. But ESPN put out a piece, not necessarily making predictions, but some bold moves that they say the team should consider, various things around the league. And for Washington, they wrote that they should trade down from the number two pick. And that's something that a lot of fans seem to be subscribed to as well. What say you, 800-636-1067? Let's get out to B, who is in Manassas. B, what's going on? Hi, I think you're right. Stay at two. You build the team after you have the quarterback. This is one of the rare times you've had three good quarterbacks at the top. The cream rises to the top. you got to take one of these while they're available. If you listen to the time frame, everyone's talking. If you do it the other way, picking an O-line and a D-line and bringing in the quarterback, that fits to their scheme, it's a lot easier the other way. Proven fact, great quarterback, build off his skill set, not six to eight guys' skill set. Too difficult. And as you know, this is all about the money. The fans aren't going to wait a whole four years 
to get a great class again, another two years for their rookie to get on his feet, and they won't do it. And the owners will hear the cry if we don't make some movement in playoffs. Maybe that's a year or two, fine. you got to have upward movement. They won't sit for another 20 years. And eight guys to get in line versus one and build to his skill set is the way to go. Stay at two. Don't go down. Don't go up. Use your money wisely. B, appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I, I think she nailed it, right? Right on the head. Rise to the top. <laughs> nailed it. That, that's what you want to do right there because my thing is the context in here matters the most. You can go either direction in terms of team building, whether it's the team or the quarterback first. I don't think it particularly matters. I don't know that there's a correct way to do it just on paper. But when you look at the context for this team, they're drafting number two overall in a good quarterback class. Why wouldn't you take a quarterback? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, you can trade back. You can build a lot of stuff. You're still going to be searching for quarterback. And there's no guarantee that you're going to be up in this position again in a quarterback class class that is this good. Imagine if you did something like this, all right? Say you decided to trade down. And what happens if you end up in a draft class again where you're drafting number two overall, you're drafting number three overall, or even number one, and it's the same sort of class that the Kenny Pickett class was? You want to be there in that class? Absolutely not. You're in a class right now where you're at number two overall in a good quarterback class. You take the quarterback. You absolutely take the quarterback. Let's get out to Tony, who is in Germantown. Tony, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, my man? People saying draft back to me is straight loser talk. Like, we have three possible quarterbacks that are like franchise quarterbacks that we're able to get. And you're talking about, oh, um, trade down so we can pick up old linemen and this and that. Excuse me, don't we got $83 million? I mean, I'm not trying to be funny, but you use a combination of that France, you know what I'm saying, that free agency money and the draft to help build the O-line, but yeah, number two with a quarterback. A problem that I think a lot of people, especially Washington football fans, have is they're still living off the Joe Gibbs era of he won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. This is in the 1980s. You have to have a stud quarterback in order to win nowadays, man. So people stop talking this stupid trade-back stuff and get one of these quarterbacks now. Thank you. Tony, appreciate it. You know what? Here's the thing. Uh, to to entertain the other side, all right? You can build an elite team and then have a mediocre quarterback and still win. We're seeing it with the San Francisco 49ers. I, I think Brock Purdy's better than mediocre, but you can do it. But here's, what's, here's what you need. You need maybe the best left tackle in all football, a top two tight end in all of football, two of the best weapons at receiver in all of football, the best running back in all of football, one of the best defenses in all of football. You know how many more evaluations you have to get right with that than you do with just getting one evaluation right on the quarterback? It ain't easy. I know it ain't easy to get the evaluation right on the quarterback. You know how many more dudes you have to hit on, though, to get it done without having the quarterback? And like I've pointed out, whether you want to blame Kyle Shanahan, whether you want to blame the player, whatever, Kyle Shanahan doesn't have a ring. San Francisco hasn't won a Super Bowl in my lifetime. So as much as we want to try to be San Fran, I want to win a Super Bowl, man. I get that they've been there and all that stuff, but they haven't done it. Why? Because Pat Mahomes is, is holding them up. Pat Mahomes. You think that 
deciding to continue to build up the team and then maybe getting some mediocre quarterback is the way, I just don't think it's the way. You get a chance to get the arguably the best quarterback in the conference. If you can develop him, who's the best quarterback in the NFC right now, Chris? Who's the best quarterback? NFC. Oh, NFC? Price Stafford. See, and I'm going to have a different answer. I think it. I think, think by, golf? I don't think it's golf. Okay, here, let me let me say it this way. How many quarterbacks in the NFC scare you? Eh, yeah, the answer is none. <laughs> the answer is none. <laughs> so if you can get a dude, you might have the dude in the NFC. You know how nice that would be? Having the dude in the NFC? Let's get out to Paulie. Paulie, what's going on? You're on the fan. What's going on, man? Yes, sir. Look, man, I'm um. You know, I'm going to jump in the car with you guys, man. You got to seize the moment and grab a quarterback here at two. You know, um, tried this already four years ago, you know, and it didn't work out with the Chase Young situation. And I don't think people is stuck in the past with Joe Gibbs, three Super Bowls, three different quarterback. I think people would just think that we're supposed to fill out the roster in one offseason, get as many draft picks you can and get all the players around the quarterback and then sign all these free agents. Like, look, that might work for other teams. That might work for San Francisco. That might work for for Detroit. That's not working for us, man. We got to break this cycle, this curse of 30 years. We haven't had a – we have one solid quarterback in 30 years. That was Kirk Cousins. Yeah. One and a half. RG3, 2012. That's the half. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So we didn't have one and a half uh, solid quarterback in 30 years. And, and I know as much as we want to blame Dan Snyder for everything, right? So, but a lot of the problems has been because we haven't had a top-notch quarterback. You have an opportunity, and we don't know about these quarterbacks. Nobody knows. But they graded as out as the top three quarterbacks, and we're sitting there at number two. It would be asinine not to take a quarterback. Yeah. We got to break this curse. We need a franchise guy. We got to start swinging for the fences. And we got uh, to – they, they throwing us a fastball right down the middle of the plate. No, yep. so let's take a good cut at it, man, and get this quarterback at this spot. And then you worry about filling out the roster behind that. You know, it's, it's going to be a two, three-year process for them to fill out this roster now. You know, the hopes is in these two, three years, you still can be competitive and you, you still can build. Because you're not going to put 22 pro bowlers on the field at one time anyway. You know, so let's just grab this quarterback and let's start our way back to the top of the NFC, man, in NFL. I agree, man. Appreciate it, Paulie. So he mentioned that people are thinking maybe Gibbs or people are wanting it done in one offseason. You want to hear the cynic in me? You want to hear the cynical side? I don't know that people are really thinking that it needs to be Joe Gibbs era and they can get it done with any quarterback. I don't know that people are thinking it all has to be done in one offseason. I'm sure some people think those various things. I think people are scared. That's what it is. I think people are scared that they're going to draft a quarterback and it's going to be a bust. That's what they're scared of. And it's fine. It's understandable. You want to hear the cynical side of me? What's the worst that can happen if you draft a quarterback at number two and he busts? We end up in the same crap we've been in for 30 years? That's what my entire life has been. We're already at the bottom. Like so, You don't so, get worse. <laughs> what, are you, what are you scared about? You're going to be stuck in the same spot you've been in for 30 years? you got to look at the risk-reward here, guys. The risk is you could stay where you're at. Congratulations. We've already set up a tent down here. We're building a nice house down here because we've lived in the slums for forever. You know what would be awesome? 
getting out of the slumps. So this idea that you're scared that the quarterback could bust, you know what? He could. Drake May could suck. Caleb every Williams player, could every suck. Every player could be a bust. Every player could just pull their ACL the first yeah. game. Jaden and- Daniels could be terrible. For all we know, all these dudes could be awful. Adam Peters might not know what he's doing. All these things could be true. You know what I'd rather do? I'd rather take a chance at having a Super Bowl contender again than sitting down here and saying, you know what I'd rather do? I'd rather have a team that might win eight games. I'm sick of winning eight games. I don't want any more of that. I don't want to go into a season thinking, hmm, you know what would be cool? You know what our Super Bowl would be if we beat Dallas twice? I want to beat Dallas twice every year. I want to beat them by 30 every year. You know what else would be cool? Lifting a Lombardi. You know what this team hasn't been close to in my lifetime? Lifting that Lombardi. You know what you want? If you keep just, let's build up the team, let's do all this stuff, you know what we're going to keep doing? Sitting here looking at some other team lifting the Lombardi while we sit there and be like, man, that'd be cool if we could do that someday. I I would like for this team sometime in my lifetime to compete for something other than not getting last in the NFC East. I want this team to be good again. And so if you're scared that the quarterback might suck, I'm sorry, this team already sucks. The worst that could happen is you end up in the exact same spot and you have to try the exact same thing again. The benefit, though, is you could end up with the best quarterback in the entire NFC and you could be the team to beat. I'll take that risk. I'll take that risk because the reward far outweighs living in the slums again where we've lived my entire life. So this idea that, well, they don't need the quarterback, well... They need a quarterback. They haven't had one in my lifetime. And in this NFL, it's more dependent on quarterback than it ever has been. So this idea that you don't need a quarterback is asinine to me. It's just absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. Toby's spitting the truth here. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's true. Like, it's the cynical side of me. Like, what's the worst that could happen, guys? We end up in the same spot. I'm going to tune in and watch this team regardless. That's how terrible of a fan I am. I'm going to sit here and just be on the on the couch on Sunday watching anyways, whether they win three games or whether they win 13 games. It doesn't matter. Guess what? That's fine. I'm done with those three-win seasons. I want to get a quarterback where I feel like I have a chance. I want to get to a spot where teams fear coming to D.C. again. You know, I never got to experience those days. I would like to. And not the day, I don't want to, the only way, Chris, that I can experience those days is going back and finding the VHS tapes that I used to watch as a kid that I was indoctrinated with the propaganda of the Washington Redskins. And it was awesome. But that's what, that's all I've ever got to experience that's been great about this football team. You know what I'm tired of too, man? I am tired of every time you see uh, Redskins watching a football team, Commander's jersey in a highlight reel, it is always because the other team is breaking a record against us. Against us every time, and I, I'm so sick of that. You have to swing for the fences, and that's why I think some people look at it and say they're scared is because it might not work out. And guess what? You're right. It might not work out. But the reward is so much greater than the risk because the reward is you actually have a competent football team. Let's take a break when we come back. I see you all, all y'all on hold. We'll continue talking about the commanders next here on The Fan. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, 
The big tournament or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Got about 20 minutes left here on The Fan before we turn it over to Linnell Willingham. Until then, we'll uh, we'll talk with you guys. Toby Altizer with you till 3 o'clock. 800-636-1067. You want to hop in? Talking about the Commanders, let's get back out to talking with you guys. Let's get out to Ellis, who is in Northwest. Ellis, what's going on, man? How's it going, Toby? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Man, I have never been so proud to be a, a Commanders fan right now. We, you, you had a lot of good callers. That guy, um, Jim, oh, he was he was on point talking about building, and a guy after him was on point talking about you only get this one um, one chance to draft number two. So I'm just happy we have we have knowledgeable fans and proud to be out there at the stadium. <laughs> um, but my point, I will say, um, the most position that's hard to get that we need to take care of is not quarterback, it's left tackle. Like you don't get all pro left tackles in free agency. So they just don't become available. More more quarterbacks have become available through um, free agency than left tackles. So I, w- I would trade back, get your left tackle, and take your shot at quarterback once you get that line together. C.J. Stroud, everybody talk about how C.J. Stroud changed the uh, culture at, at Houston, made them become a winner. He doesn't do that if they don't have learned left tackle, right? Like, he actually got placed in a great situation where he doesn't have to, like, worry about getting hit from his blind side because he has an all-pro left tackle watching his back, right? The, the same thing with Brock Purdy. The reason the 49ers, and you said there's a reason they can do what they do is because they have an all-pro left tackle. So we, we draft one of these quarterbacks, and we don't have nobody that can protect them. Like, they're, they're going to be David Carr out there. Right, so like David he, Carr was a real great quick, prospect. Real quick, Ellis, mm-hmm. I don't think Charles Leno is as bad as people make him out to be. If he were to be stuck around and be the left tackle, I don't disagree that they need a franchise left tackle, but does it have to all be done this year? Like, you can still get a good offensive tackle in the second round that can play right tackle. You can have Charles Leno play left tackle. You'll have Cosme at right guard. You get the quarterback at number two mm-hmm. overall. And I think next year might be a time to get the left tackle. That's the franchise guy. But it's not as if they're just going to get the worst possible left tackle play in the league. I think Charles Leno, when he's healthy, has been fine. So I, I just don't. I, I would say over the past couple of years, the, the the games we lost, you think about that Giants game we lost, it was it was because our left tackle sucked. They throwing lookout blocks out there. Yeah. So I, I, I would not wait. I'm getting my, like, you have a chance to draft at number two. I would actually trade back to number four. You have a chance to get an all-pro left tackle. You you take it. Like that, they just don't grow on trees. Like that's the most important position. So, like think think and think about the draft that Trevor. You said Trevor Lawrence, top ten quarterback. Think about that draft that he was in. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, uh, the guy at San Francisco today just traded away. Matt Jones. Like three out of those four quarterbacks were busts, right? So if you don't get the number one pick, like I'm all for trading up and getting the number one pick, but I'm not drafting a quarterback with number two. Like that. Like the number two quarterback is never that good, right? Like, see, I don't know about that though one. because CJ Stroud was the number two quarterback, and Zach like, Wilson. Because CJ Stroud had an All Pro left tackle, but, but Zach Wilson was kind of like a uh, a late riser, right? And, and who? 
Zach, Zach Wilson plays awful because he don't have nobody. Again, they throwing look blocks in New York. Hey, man. So, yeah, so get, if, get at the, the line. At the same point, Ellis, Carolina mm-hmm. spent on a left tackle not that long ago, too. And Iki Iquanu, they didn't. Sp- he was a top ten pick, and then they ended up with their quarterback. So uh, I think there's arguments both ways. I appreciate the phone call, Ellis. I got to get to some other okay. guys, but I, I, I appreciate the phone call. It, it's a valid point, 100 percent valid point. Let's get out to Rich, who is in Herndon. Rich, what's going on? How are you, man? Doing great, Rich. I'm actually going to pick up right where he left off. I, I think it's a little tougher to get a left tackle that you can guarantee that's a sure thing. That's actually easier probably to do that with a guy named Joe Alt, you know, like Alt, than it is to guarantee that one of these top three is your pick. And I think you're forgetting the free agency money that's available. Why not do it all? Why not trade down, fill in the many, many, many holes on your team, and then go get Kirk Cousins? Do you think this team is Super Bowl ready in the next two years? Assuming you go, assume, in two years. Assuming you go your route, you trade down. Do you think your super your team is Super Bowl ready in the next two years? Not the first year, but two years, especially if you're going to look at what so, you're going to get in trade for the second pick. So what you're saying is you want to be all in on 2025. Yep. If you want to go that route, that's fine. I want something that's more sustained because after 2025, you know, maybe Kirk's done at that point. I don't know. I, I would rather get a How quarterback. Not sustain. You filled in so many of your spots at that point that you now have a much, much, you're closer to San Francisco in two years than you would have been otherwise. You'll have people buying you still into the have system. Quest- you're building something. You still have questions at quarterback then. That, that, that's where I'm struggling with it. I, I get that people want to build up the roster, but when you're in the position to get the quarterback, you do it. Otherwise, you're going to have to pay. Here's the thing that I've talked about before. When you look at quarterback, you look you talk about it with left tackle. It's the same thing with there. These premium positions, you're going to have to pay a lot regardless. It's one of three or four ways. One, you're going to have to use a premium pick, the second overall pick, right? One, uh, secondly, you're going to have to trade up or trade a bunch of picks to get a guy. And that really doesn't happen all that often with quarterbacks uh, other than trading up in the draft. So it's going to cost you a lot of draft picks or it's going to cost you a lot of money in free agency. The one that really costs the least amount, honestly, overall, is just taking the guy when you're at that premium pick, second overall. So I would take that chance. And I think you can fill out the roster to a point that you're getting competitive again, maybe not this next season, but the season after that, without trading to get extra picks. You already traded players to get extra picks. I guess it comes down to how many holes you think we have to fill. I look at it as probably 15 to 20 players that need to be new. I think this roster is a little bit better than people expect uh, because I think they were used improperly. I I think that Emmanuel Forbes is still a solid football player. I think that Terry is a legit wide receiver. I think that he can be a number one. I think that Jahan Dotson is going to bounce back. I think that a lot of guys have talent on this roster that if utilized correctly are going to be a lot better than people expect. And so maybe that's where we differ. But I think this roster is much better than people expect. Rich, I appreciate I, the phone I wish call, you man. Were right, but thank you. <laughs> we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we'll get to the rest of your phone calls. We'll blitz through them next here on the fan. Welcome back. Final couple minutes here. One zero six seven. The fan. We're gonna speed round this thing as we wrap up. We were gonna talk Nationals baseball. Didn't get to it, but plenty of Nats baseball tomorrow. You can hear it right here on the fan, starting at one ten. First game you can hear. On the fan, they're taking on the Miami Marlins. Nats spring training live tomorrow night at 7 o'clock with Stone Garrett, DJ Hurst joining Charlie and Dave down in West Palm. 
Let's talk with you guys to wrap up the show here. Real quick, each and every one of you, we'll get to you. Just give your take, and we'll move on to the next one. Let's start with Phillip in Annandale. Phillip, what's going on? I'll try to make it quick, but, I mean, Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw, John Elway, five Super Bowls, four Super Bowls, four Super Bowls. I can go on. Was that when it was a passing game team? And you know what the difference was? Every one of those players I just named, they were surrounded by Hall of Fame offenses, Hall of Fame defenses. They were loaded. And it's the same today. You have to be loaded in order to win the whole thing. You can probably get there, but you have great coaching. Things change all the way around. The game's no different today. I am just ashamed to listen. I'm not trying to be mean here. It is no different today. The quarterbacks I named were back in the 70s and the 80s, and they're throwing the ball all over the place. The Redskins have a chance with a so-called general manager, and he was the most sought after. He should be licking his chops saying, I can rake in a bundle like yeah, Miami. Yeah, but you also, real quick, Phil, you named, you named high-level okay. quarterbacks. You need a high-level quarterback. I appreciate the phone call, man. I, I, I would love to talk more. You're dumbing down the game. No, you're dumbing yeah, down. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I agree. Kevin, what's going on? Kevin, what's up? Hey, um, thanks for taking the call. Uh, just to play devil's advocate, I think you do trade back. It's all about evaluation. One of the the second tier three quarterbacks will succeed. You got to determine who that is. I think it's JJ McCarthy. I think you could trade back to Atlanta or even to Denver or the Raiders and still get him. You get a second this year, you get a first next year. You, if you go way back, you get a first in 2026. And McCarthy, you give him a year. He's, he's been well coached. What makes a quarterback successful? So not because they're a physical specimen. It's because they know where to put the ball sure. at the right time. That's why Brady was so sure. good. Kevin, he appreciate wasn't a physical it. specimen. So, sorry, I got to run. That's my take. Kevin, appreciate yeah. it. So I heard Daniel Jeremiah, uh, he compared J.J. McCarthy to Alex Smith. And that's fine. You can win football games with Alex Smith. I'd rather get a guy that's a transcendent-type talent and a Caleb Williams, Drake May, or Jaden Daniels. Carlos is in Silver Spring. Carlos, what's going on? What's going on, fellas? Um, I think for my take, I, I feel like, um, especially if the Bears do take Caleb Williams at number one, I feel like we should take uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. at number two, then try to trade for get Justin Fields with a second and, or fifth-round pick. Um, I have a question for you guys. Let's say we do draft, we do get Caleb Williams, we do get one of these top quarterbacks, and the San Francisco situation happens where we have, you know, Sam Howell was playing a lot better than our number one draft pick. What happens then? Uh, that's all I have for you guys. Appreciate it, Carlos. Yeah, that's an interesting scenario I haven't really thought about, but, I mean, play with the guy that's going to win, right? Play the guy that you think is going to win and then figure the rest out from there. I'd rather just be winning football games and be in that predicament. I think that's something we could definitely explore a little bit later, but we got to continue getting to these phone calls. we got two more we'll get to. Rob is in Haymarket. Rob, what's going on? Hey, bro, thanks for taking my call, man. This is a no-brainer to me. 40 touchdowns, four interceptions. Four interceptions. Running by defensive backs from Alabama like they were standing still. Jaden Jaden Daniels has to be the pick. He's going to fill the seats. He's going to give us excitement, and his upside is so high. I, I can't, you can't go wrong with that pick. It's a win-win. 
Yeah, I think there's concerns about him, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jaden Daniels. Rob, appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hate the Jaden Daniels pick. I, I, I want to reiterate this once again. I think any one of these three guys can be an absolute stud. It's about development. Last phone call. Let's get to Morgan in Falls Church. Morgan, what's going on? Hey, man, I like the uh, Jaden Daniels idea is good. Uh, and I think the rest of the guys, all these guys talking about uh, building, trading back, all that. There are conservatives, yahoos, that think we're in the Joe Gibbs era or something like that. Uh, trade up and get Caleb Williams if you can. Get Chicago whatever they want. That's what I say. Appreciate the phone call, man. I don't know if I'm going to do give them whatever they want, but I would be willing to go get them. We we did a slight exercise before where if you have Trevor Lawrence, right, say that's a, the ceiling for a Drake May or Jaden Daniels. A top 10 quarterback, but not much higher than, you know, maybe 9 or 10, somewhere around there. And you can get a Josh Allen, who you think is a top 5 quarterback. I would trade that guy, Trevor Lawrence, and a 1 and a 2 to go get that top 5 guy. I think you have the opportunity to get a stud quarterback in this NFL draft, and I think it'd be foolish to do anything else. Uh, you, you can build the rest of the team up through the free agency, through the rest of the draft. That's what all of these extra assets are for. So this idea that... Passing on quarterback is the way to go, and you can get it later. That's a fine idea, but you never know if you're going to be in this position again. Like I said earlier, they're in the spot to do it. You can hope that later on you're going to be in the spot again, and maybe that gamble would pay off. Chances are it's not. I'll take my chances when I'm in the perfect spot to do it, and they're in the perfect spot to do it this year. Chris, appreciate you hanging out on the other side of the glass, doing a great job. I'm Toby Altizer. Keep it tuned right here to 1067 The Fan. CBS Sports Radio comes up next. You know who it is. Big Linnell Willingham next here on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.